Broadway. Oh, no, 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 Jake sent me all good shit. Alright. Yeah. What's up? Hot or not? Alright. What? <laughs> Alright then. Uh, hot or not's a little weird this week. That's all I can say. But what a way to come back. Hell yeah. Oh. Oh, I'm going to try to remember how I said it. Hopefully this is correct. How's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Triple D Radio Show with our host and boys, James and Ed. Ed, was that the right intro? I, th- I think it was I think it was like 97% correct. How, fuck yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah, we're back after way too long. How, how, how are you guys all doing? We missed you. Um, we've been busy. Well, yeah, I've been busy. Well, you've, you've been, been busy. busy. Well, I've been busy, too. But. Okay, give us a reason. Give us the major reason why we haven't come back on the show after so long. So, I don't know if I'm you not, all... I'm not going to sugar around, go like, hey, Ed, how's it going? I What's ain't going to sugarcoat it. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Why so, did we take? So, I, mean, I don't know if you all remember, but to refresh your brains, last episode we mentioned, hey, we cannot find episode five of Supergroup anywhere. And I remember posing the question, well, we have two options. One, we skip it which would maybe be a little funny and two we try to find it well we scoured the whole internet nothing we went on sketchy uh torrent and pirating sites nothing no it, one in the universe actually, that's cared the, about this show actually i did not go on a pirate site oh i did fuck you didn't find it on me no one in the universe no cares about super group. not pirate bay not pirate bay not fucking like do not even some ancient like lime wire i mean or frost wire no frost wire was the first place i looked because i'm Damn. a boomer <laughs> fuck not even torrent bits uh did i try torrent bits i don't No, you know what i tried frost wire and then i tried the first one you said and then i thought well there's no way it'll be on torrent bits. so i admit i didn't look there well, yeah, we don't know if you had to go through every single torrent site, but yeah, uh, but it's funny because I said no one in the world cared about Supergroup. One person did. Some, yeah. How dude, did you find this person? So, did you actually look on? E- so, like, what did I you do? I went on eBay and I was like, you know what? Maybe what did you they type? made a DVD. I typed in Supergroup VH1. I got one result for the show. And it was a dude. Who Fucking one? One result. And it was one guy who, for whatever reason, recorded the entire show and put it on a, he burned it on a DVD. And, and not like a he DVD. sold it. it. It was like one of those burned, like, you know, one of those like, like CDs that you burn movies or, or, or music on. Yeah. It was a mixtape, but a but a show. And for 16 bucks, that's with the shipping. I was like, I've already bought the breath my the Brett Michaels cologne. Do I really sully my soul and buy Supergroup it bootleg? So yeah, I bought it. And he said, okay, it's gonna take about the things like, well, yeah, it'll be there in about a week. So about so about almost two weeks go by, and I'm like, where the hell is this goddamn movie? Where is this fucking DVD I spent money on? I get in touch with the guy, 
because here's the thing. I would have been upset if he scammed me, but I would have been confused because who tried to scam someone out of almost $20 with this with this specific show? I couldn't wrap my head around it. And the guy was basically just like, oh, yeah, there were some issues on my end. And uh, and I sent it off a few days ago. Um, but now it's just but now it's just being lost in shipping, basically. So it's out of my hands. And I'm like fucking great oh my god but it eventually got here yeah how was it when the day it actually arrived were you like shocked where like god fucking damn it it showed i'd up. honestly given up hope i was getting to the point to where i was gonna i was thinking it's like hey was thinking, james um so dvd never showed up what should we do yeah i was almost at that point but thankfully it thankfully quote unquote yeah thankfully it showed up and we were able to watch it we just watched it today and you know i was gonna yeah. save this well, for you the and review. i met up because yeah. we can't watch fucking episode five we can watch the other last two episodes after we sure but can. this one specific episode and don't know why <laughs> honestly watching it i still don't know why well that's what i was gonna say i was gonna say this for the review i'll ask you now was it worth the wait you know what? I'm drawing an, a big N-O. <laughs> I don't know. But maybe for the podcast it was worth I'm it. I'm hoping at least it'll be a good con. The these super group episodes have been have been have been fun, but just because No, they've been kind of the shitty. Well that's just it. Maybe, the show, maybe but it's like us. a but it's a chaotic, demented shitty because the show is so bad, it makes you and me go feral on audio for like an hour. So He's like, oh, oh, this plus fucking show. Were, plus, you, plus, oh. the, plus the last episode was fun because you were like so fucking tired. Oh, well, I'm just like, oh. yeah, that was fun. But anyway, how have you been? How have I been since we have last podcast? Oh, my God. Like, I think it's been so long. I went and played a show. Did I play a show in Seaside? I thought you did. Maybe I played a show in Seaside. <laughs> then I got sick. And then I went to Speedfest, and then the homie Seb was on shrooms at Speedfest, and, like, they were having an enjoying high. Like, I don't know, but, like, supposedly the world around them was breathing. And they rolled up and was like, hey, how's my aura since I'm coming off the cold? It's like, well, your eyes look very purple. His eyes look purple. I'm like, I can feel it. Believe me, I've been pounding a lot of medicine. I don't feel like I'm in the like best. I'm in the best. Uh, I'm in the best spot. This is a tough. This this is a tough. I can't cold. imagine what their headspace would must have been like. And then it was just like, do I have like a dark aura of like sickness around me? No, it was actually fucking hilarious because I like rise. I rolled up to the show, like I freaking like, like the my homie Seb asked was like, hey, how long are you away from like the venue? I'm like. I'm an hour out. I'm literally walking up to the door and I'm just rushing in because I'm sitting there. It's like, oh my God, I got a shit. And it's one of the bad liquid evacuation turds. And I just like was speeding into the back to get into the sketchy bathroom of First Streets and Billiards and fucking in, in like Poyo Heights, like freaking like Poyo Heights. Oh my god! Down in like East Los Angeles. Yeah, it's East. I, I literally drop a turd out, and I like pop out as I like told them. I was like, "Yeah, I'm an hour out," but they're literally outside the bathroom. I'm like, "Oh hey," because <laughs> I wanted to roll up to them, and I'm like, "Just go up." It was like, "Hey, what's up, baby girl? You alone?" <laughs> but no, unfortunately, my fucking honestly, you coming out of the bathroom is is way funnier than me rolling up. Like, "Hey, what's up, baby girl? You I, alone?" I, I I think that's funny. 
Just me vomiting. It's in character, too. Just just me coming out of the bathroom. It's like, oh, hey, James. It's like, oh, hey, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, fuck. What? That's a good one. Yeah. So there was a speed fest. And then after speed fest, uh, good friend Seb got my fucking cold. And they were fucking out for like a week. But I was just practicing. I've just been practicing other projects. I have this like brutal death metal project I've been jamming that unfortunately we had booked two shows in the month of July. So we're getting ready to play from like two months ago. So we've been like on average meeting up two to almost three times a week, which has been working or so and getting it ready. But oh my fucking God, I have been dealing. The bass player in the band is such a fucking turd to deal with. Now, it's not of their own volition, maybe, mm-hmm. but they're like a youngster. I think they just barely turn 18. They roll up to each practice with a bo- with a backpack with either vodka or whatever they fucking liquor that they stole from grandma's like liquor cabinet or so and would get faded while having to learn these pretty complicated risks. So sometimes these practices are just not happening at a good brisk pace or a but pace thank- at all. Uh, but thankfully with two to three practices a week, it's been coming too. literally like two practices ago. They just finally got like spots for vocal arrangements. <laughs> two weeks out to our first show which is enough time it's enough time instrumental and we're sounding fine we're doing it but i can tell you right now my life has been dealing with this fucking kid who just gets faded and does really dumb shit and it's honestly kind of fucking annoying at times i'm just saying you're just dealing with this like little nerd like it's the worst i just sat sometimes i might want to try to conversate but they just drunkenly steam steamroll over me. It's like, well, now I don't want to talk to you. I'm not having a conversation with you. So fuck you. I don't want to deal with you. This band kind of fucking sucks. But unfortunately, I've already committed to four songs and two shows. So I would like to you get might a, as well see it through. I might as well see it through. Man, I'm saying it's this is still a fucking kid. Maybe not the best guidance in the world. Maybe I should take hold and maybe should give this kid some guidance on not how being a turd. But. I'd rather not. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> it's honestly not my band, and I'd rather not deal with it. Personally. But, That's unfortunately, sick. I do. Alright. So just saying. Alright. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, once we put this fucking nerd out in, like, actual at the point in time where they have to play shows and be responsible, and if they fuck up, I will chew them the fuck out. Yeah, maybe it'll... I need so- an actual reason to chew them the fuck out. Yeah, maybe it'll sober them up in more ways than one. Yeah, it's like, hey, if you really want to do this, you need to act this fuck up. And I've actually even said this, too, where I was threatening the main man of this band, where I was like, hey, if I see actually dumb shit from this kid, or so, like, when it comes to a show, like, literally just say, I was like, hey, if he, like, actually gets faded, plays a set, and then actually vomits mid-set, after that set, I will literally leave the band for six months. I will walk away. You should just leave the band. Oh, yeah, I would. Over it, yeah. I would. I would just, like, say no. Well, yeah, I would finish the demo, but it's like, all right, here's a demo. Go find another drummer, nerds. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. All right. And this kid has the same attitude. I, j- like, literally, I have another project I'm jamming with, all right? Freaking, we literally, like, actually met up with a bass player. It was such a smoother process total vibes and stuff we're always cracking jokes we're talking about like freaking like indie like shows and stuff and how like girls actually show up to this shit and stuff too and i'm like hell yeah baller move freaking like the like that the mentality of that band is just like we're always sitting around I was like dang that guy right there that nerd doesn't get bitches 
I'm just saying. It's like, hey, how about you shut up and get some bitches? But neither do we. Hey, it's the mentality, all right? <laughs> you need to respect players, all right? That's true. I'm saying. But this is a little nerd I have to deal with in this death metal band. Right, I talk about, right. like, get bitches like, no, I don't want to hang out with girls. I just want to hang out with guys and play riffs. And I'm like, fuck that. <laughs> Why would I want to do that? I just want to hang out with the boys and riff. Yeah, I'd rather go hang out with the fucking hardcore punk band bros. Jam and riffs with the boys. You know what they're talking about? I was like, what's jam riffs and say what's up to chicks? I'm like, hell yeah. That's way more sicker. I don't want to deal with this nerd, this drunken delinquent over here. Let's see. And you know what? Obviously, there could be more external issues with their life that that I'm sure maybe plays into their behavior. But I'm not here to be parent. I'm just here to play sh- drums and get the fuck out and yeah. just kind of vibe and get in the shows for free and then bullshit with other people. All right. I'm here to make tunes. I'm not here to fucking be like the influence of the next generation. Well, I guess I guess that's fair. Yeah, that is fair with me. All right. There's been that. I feel like there's more, but I would be just dragging along even longer. I have a feeling you you told me before we started the show you had a story for the podcast. Yeah, I almost so tell me what's good. Yeah, I almost got into a fight in a Taco Bell. <laughs> what? So two days ago, I, was, I didn't get in a fight at Taco Bell. All right, I'm just out here trying to poop my pants, play with fucking nerds. <laughs> You're trying to poop your pants. Yeah. Obviously, I've also told you earlier I went on a hot date, so you could tell me I'm out here yeah. trying to say what's up to chicks and play riffs. I don't know when. I, I don't know trying when, to get in the fucking MMA fights at the Taco Bell. I don't know when you started caring about like, you know, talking to chicks, like when it comes to playing music. But that's, think, a, that's a recent development for you. Yeah, but it's, it's cool. I'm getting but it's older. Really, I'm but getting it's really old. funny. Hey, I'm getting older, and I'm I'm seeing the error of my ways. All right. Because literally, chill with the boys at right wrist. That was you like two, three years ago. No. Six Can't years ago. Can't be. It had to have been. Okay, six years maybe. Let's say before you met Seb. Yeah. For sure. Before I met Seb, and maybe I was like, I had a girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah, actually. I'm just saying, post that. There. I'm like, I ain't hating on that. That Don't don't have that mentality. It's no. it's not good. So I was at this Taco Bell, and I needed to grab two DoorDash orders. It's like 10 at night. And... Drive-thru was slammed. There's a couple people in the lobby, but that kitchen staff is just getting their ass kicked. And I guess there were some dudes in there. It was like this scrawny Mexican kid, then this old bald Mexican guy. And they were just they were just being really rude to these poor bastards who were just, you know, working hard, you know, just, you know, make fun, tell them to suck, you know, saying F this, F that. And I was just like, and I'm just, you know, I'm not saying nothing because I don't want to cause problems in the story, even though they're pissing me off. What pushed me over the what pushed me Yeah, what pushed you over for these what two pushed so like, me, Hey, you fucking my crunch wrap up, yeah. you fucking pussy. Yeah, what 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 Hey yo fuck this. What really Yo, who the fuck eats at Taco Bell? What really pushed me WWF over the limit was when this pretty boy, also Mexican kid, comes in and he's a door dasher like me. And he's like totally bitching at them because he's having to wait. Now, 
that that leads into another rant that I'll, I won't do here because I know we're going a bit already. But basically, it, he's one of those DoorDashers where, okay, so DoorDash is a, is a side hustle in nature, right? But he's one of those where he treat you can totally tell he treats it like a side hustle, get rich quick type of thing. Who the fuck's getting rich off DoorDash? Well, that's the thing. It's, I didn't, I thought that was weird too. But when I started getting into DoorDash, I was looking up, oh, you know, what's some DoorDash, like, I don't know, tips or whatever, like, you know, something in like what you should be, like what you should be taken with you that kind of thing there's doordash influencers totally doing like what you see like on tiktok when they try to do like you know hustles for like stocks or crypto or business things they use the big like colorful like text for their letters and numbers talking about how you can make a thousand a week if you do this and you know they're talking about all this kind of stuff and they're pushing that mentality do you make a thousand a week doing that shit the most i've ever made is like 900 damn and that was between three or four days of work Oh, no, that was four. That was four. So four 12-hour days? About. Two of them for sure were 12, but yeah. And, um, which, I mean, fuck, that's pretty good, actually. But Yo, um, you, yo you my DoorDash influencer? How's it going? <laughs> it's your boy, Big E Munoz, here with some more They should let DoorDash. me be a DoorDash influencer, because I would shoot these fuckers straight. But anyway, so yeah. And he's, I'm going to shoot it to you straight. I'm not out here playing games. I'm out here to make you bread, baby. Yeah, but yeah, he's totally just like, you know, oh, you wouldn't help me in the drive-thru, which, yeah, the lobby's open. You're supposed to go in the lobby to get the order, dumbass. But, uh, you know, and he's like, you wouldn't help me. You're just going off on this thing. So they finished one of my orders. I take it out to the car. And the part that sent me over the edge was him and the old Mexican dude and the scrawny Mexican kid. They're being like fucking catty schoolgirls in the parking lot talking about like yeah man this sucks he's gonna suck they're just going off like that and i'm putting the food in the hot bag and i'm just like you know what me of a few years ago a few months ago i don't know i was just in a point i've been out there for like 10 hours you know i'm busting my chops and i'm like fuck these guys so i very very emphatically i'm like I'm like, have any of you guys ever actually worked this job? It's not easy. They're clearly busy and backed up. I'm just saying, have a little empathy. And before anything can get an edgewise, I turned to the DoorDash guy. He had like, he he, he was dressed kind of like my, he was just kind of like my brother, Javi, mm-hmm. you know, like the track pants. We're track ta- pants. We're talking. Bright ass shoes. We're talking. They look fresh out of the box. All white, white top Converse. It's this bill hat for some te- sports team that looked like it was 60 bucks. I think it was for the Sharks. And and I looked at him and I'm just like, I was like, you're clearly someone who's using DoorDash as a side hustle. I'm like, I see your new shoe. I see your nice shoes. He had like a white, like, I don't know what it is, but it's like some nice, like white, nice sports car or whatever. And I'm like, you know, I see your car, your hat. I'm like, you're like, you're like, I'm like, just I'm like, be a little more humble, bro. And then I walk inside the scrawny Mexican kids food's ready. So, and they call him over it. And then I guess he didn't like how I dissed them because as soon as he leaves, he gets my attention. He's like, Hey, you dropped some. I look over and he flips me off. I'm like, Oh, this motherfucker. So I rush out the door. Damn, Homie. I don't damn. Homie felt the need to really say that. And he's, and he's uh he's walking away. So I'm at the door and I'm like, oh yeah, you're real tough, string bean. And the old Mexican dude is like, shut the hell up, fat ass. And normally you're not supposed to do this to elderly me- to elderly people in Mexican culture. But again, I was like, fuck this guy. I literally told him word for word, shut the hell up, old man. I said, what did you do all day? You you look like you sat in front of a liquor store all day. And he wasn't expecting that because his comeback was, yeah, I did. How'd you know? And I was like, okay, I won this one. I went back inside. 
it literally sounds like an r slash and then everyone clap moment but no the staff was grateful there were two white girls in there that were clearly uh not ready to deal with aggressive brown people yeah but <laughs> and they're like yeah i thought they were so yeah i just thought and they gave me a free drink uh the staff did damn so yeah fucking doordash hero over here <laughs> Just straight up telling these fucking nerds to fuck off. Well, I hate it when people talk down on fast food workers anyway, but just they, they were just being such they were being just such assholes. And I just I, I, I couldn't take. it. Oh, no, I would just say that's a cursed environment because this wasn't the Taco Bell that like the kind of Taco Bell that like we always complain about, about the one here in town across from the Jack in the Box where it's a bunch of stoners Bro, who don't know what the dude, fuck they're dude, doing. Dude, that Taco Bell is so fucked. They're now closed at, in the evenings. <laughs> Like last time I drove, ah, I literally ah, drove by there last night. I was doing an Uber no Eats way. order. I was literally doing an Uber Eats order and that Taco Bell's not open at night. Holy shit. They dude, suck that bad. Dude, it's just a cursed spot. And I don't know if you ever heard me complain about the workers. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> I no, have. Well, I don't know if you have me complain about like the workers. I don't know if you ca- talked about them on the show, though. Well, I have to say, it's a cursed spot. Anytime I get an order there or, or anytime I have, I roll up there and it's like, it's going to be 45 minutes. And I'm like, Fuck that. Fuck the person that tried to order this food. It is not worth the wait. It's fucking Taco Bell. How about you fucking go make a meal? That will literally take way less time than fucking waiting for Taco 45 Bell. 45 minutes is egregious. I have not had to wait that long for an order. The max is like 20 some minutes. And that's the I get it. All the workers are slammed. These are people that are just there to like, I don't know, whatever reason, like this is the one time, like with very few opportunities they have to work and this is it at night. Yeah, yeah. Fucking dealing with like all these brutal orders and all these college kids and every order is 45 minutes long. But I, w- I myself as someone as a consumer would walk in, I'm like... Unless I really, really love Taco Bell, I'm not waiting 45 minutes. And I don't love Taco Bell. Yeah, I'm not yeah. waiting 45 minutes. So, bye. Yeah, you see, I usually... Well, I'm not hating on the workers. Yeah, you see, I normally uh, I normally wait out the orders because I usually get in touch with the door dat with the uh, the customer. And they're and they're always really appreciative of it. And about eh, seven or eight times out of ten, they'll, they'll throw me a little extra tip. So, that that's one of the reasons I wait it out. Plus, I would just feel bad because, again, there's a lot of DoorDash. They're like... I've talked to them too, where they're just like, "Oh, I have to," you know. I've literally talked to people. Where they're like, "Oh, I couldn't just walk in, and the food wasn't just automatically ready, so I canceled the order." And I'm like, "Okay, what the fuck for?" Damn, it's that's like, crazy. Yeah, no, Here's that's the, how a lot of people treat DoorDash. Oh, dude. Okay, there's been times, obviously, I walked and in. And it reads too. Oh, obviously, like I've took good orders where I've walked in and it's just like the food's not ready. But if it's like a manageable way, I don't hate. Yeah, yeah. It allows me to just take a there's moment. There's a difference between waiting five, ten, fifteen, twenty minutes than almost a fucking hour yeah when it's 45 minutes i'm like sorry no yeah but like literally people going in it's like oh it's not ready uh, that's brutal but oh, they yeah. must they, but they must be able to get orders on orders i guess i don't know it's fucking wild doing these food service deliveries and we have now hit 20 minutes anything else you want to say on that no story? that was it I almost got in a fight <laughs> you almost got in a fight but L- you L- but L- you told L- you like hey old man how about you go fuck off back to that liquor store you've been hanging out in front of all day? <laughs> yeah, basically. Nerd. All right. Let's go into Hot or Not. Hot or Not. Take two. Take two. Ah. All right. Uh, sorry, I'm having issues trying to fucking get the like... <laughs> Getting like this freaking audio up. All right. Mr. Hot or not. What have you got us this week? I am so curious. I already know a little bit. 
So I'm taking over Hot Oh or my not. God, who is so, this? Am I good to do a thrash this metal song? This isn't. This isn't Mr. No, hot, hot or Not. This is good friend Dylan. This is good friend Dylan, dude. I didn't know this was lately. happening. Apparently, I can't fucking talk. Gate Creeper is really hard to say. I think. Oh yeah. But no, it's not Gate Creeper. Gate Creeper. Gate Creeper. Funny enough, I don't think we have talked about that. And maybe James. I don't know. I'm actually. I actually do love me some meatloaf. Like I actually really do meatloaf. Do meatloaf, god damn it. I really love meatloaf, excuse me. So I am gonna do a meatloaf song. And no, it's not bad out of hell. It is Paradise by the Dashboard Light. And fuck so That's just the last I am gonna to do a play-by-play -play of the song. Edward, you probably heard it a million times. Uh -huh. But too bad. Suck my dick. So how about you off. how about you fuck off? I don't consider that you know, just like a bluesy do 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 Then Beatle comes in with this powerful voice. Well, I'm gonna fuck you gently. I know I'm not going to. I'm gonna fuck you harder. You know all that fun shit. And then basically they're just like, Hey, we're gonna be fucking in this car. Because we were barely blessed. Dude, your mom's we gonna listen to this and definitely have a more opinion. Of just like, wow, Dylan's gross. Oh my god. Oh no, that wasn't your mom, Eddie. I thought that was your mom for a second. No. <laughs> anyway. So, <laughs> then they're just like, ooh, shop, shop, ooh, shop, shop, ooh, ooh, we be fucking in here. Don't look in the mirror, cause or in the windows, cause we be fucking. And then it's just like, what are we you on? Jesus Christ! He, 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 he's doing, a, he's doing a commentary of the song. Dude, I can't even have. He's doing, he's doing an analysis. Fucking at it. And then it's just like total You're fucking at it. Like they're, you know, doing that like a baseball announcement. It's like, oh, the humanity. Oh, the indecency. And then the girl goes, stop right there. <laughs> oh, excuse me one second. Hello. Are you for real? <laughs> Hi, can I get two double cheeseburgers? <laughs> With uh, extra pickles. And uh, can I get that uh, with a large lemonade? No ice. And a uh, large fry. And I'm feeling fat and hungry, so let's get... You know what this? Um, you know what this? Well, made you have a six-piece nugget, right? Damn, we're really good in it. We're okay, can I get a six-piece nugget by itself? What kind of sauce was it? Uh, can I get ranch or barbecue, this please? This guy, this, 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 this employee and, uh, is so friendly. Can I get friendly. a side of uh, Big Mac sauce? Anything else, Dylan? Sauce. Okay. Bro, we still got and like 50 it. minutes left of this. 50 seconds left. I was going right. to say minutes. All right. Thank you very much. Have a good one, man. God damn it. 20 fucking dollars I don't need to spend. Why do I do this? Time? What did you think was going to happen? So they're like, stop right there. Before we go any further, do you love Bro, me? Bro, my ears. Will you love me forever? Do you need me? Will you take me away? Will you make me happy? Or no, it's will you take me away? Will be you, that fucking bitch? Will you take me away? Will you make me your wife? I gotta know right now. Will you go any further? What's it gonna be, boy? What's it gonna be? Yes? Or let, 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 let me sleep on in. Baby, baby, excuse me. I need to pay, so I'll be back. Hello. All righty, tighty, like I was saying. 
So I'm actually rolled just over. Like, where was I? All right. Let, 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 let me sleep on it. Baby, baby, let me sleep on it. James, we kept our fans waiting. I'll give you an answer in the morning, and then we do do like duet vocals. It's like I got a new right now. Do you just want to fuck me, or do you actually? Like this is the most I've actually have to been like uh, listening and investing into a fucking hot or not. (laughs) No, you can't be that. Bro, like, I think later these voice clips are the hot or not. Because I have to spend another minute with you Did in this car. I'm gonna go crazy. What yeah, are you that's on? Hot or not? I think it's a great song. It's really good instrumentals, and Meatloaf has a powerful voice. So suck on that. Suck on this. Tic Tac Light has 90% less calories. Well then. Our friends are odd people. Uh, should we actually play the song or should we just say that's the hot or not? What What do you want to do? I'd rather just say that's the hot or not and just move, just steam on rolling on to the show. <laughs> I, okay. I, don't, I don't know. Okay. I don't care. Hot or not analysis. What'd you think of this vocal performance slash audio clip? I think it started off as like the biggest knot of the entire universe and it ended up being a decent hot. Oh, for me, I have to edit something because this dumbass said a fucking word that I honestly cannot allow to be like freaking published out. So I'm going to give it a not. Dylan did a no, no. You did. Your dumbass did a no, no. And I should say you should know better, but honestly don't. But maybe you should get a fucking paddling to the fucking face. <laughs> They're stupid bullshit. Now, was this a clever hot or not, Mr. Hot or not? Yes. To change things up. I feel sure. like giving Jake a high five, but I also feel like smacking him. Yeah, no, it's not. No, Jake did nothing wrong. It's the fucking sub hot or nots dumbass that freaking did something wrong. You want to know why I have a very weird relationship with the good friend Dylan? Um, I think you can see why it's like, hey, I allow you onto my like allow you onto this art space that you and I are doing, and then you somehow fuck with it or fuck it up, you fucking jackass. God damn it! But either way, that was a cute performance. That was a hilarious order. Of course, that was twenty fucking dollars. I dumb. can't believe he was surprised by the twenty dollars. Yeah, what was that order again? Two double cheeseburgers, extra pickle, large fry, lemonade, no ice, and a six nugget. Yeah, what'd you fucking think it was going to be? <laughs> oh, I should not be spending $20. Bro, I could tell that was a $20 order. <laughs> that was going to be 25 Oh, honest. my God. All right, so did he give it a hotter or not? Uh, I totally forgot. Well, here's the thing. I thought that was the worst thing we've ever had on the show. But then I thought once he actually started singing and getting into it. Uh, no, no, no. When he when he placed his McDonald's order on audio, then I'm like, OK, you know what? That maybe saved the segment. So I guess it's a hot. I feel kind of dirty for giving it a hot, though. Well, I give it a not because of like I, reasons. Personal I reasons. Yeah. Personal reasons. As I've explained. Artistic reasons. Yeah. But either way, cute job for spicing it up. Who would have thought that this segment, we would have a moment like that? Yeah. Yeah. I can't believe the cringiest thing on the show is not going to be Supergroup. Wow, that is actually something to say. (laughs) Well, then, we will take a quick break, and we're going to just roll into the CAR. 
Fuck editing. All right, listeners, to anyone that's skipping forward in timestamps. Oh my god, I forgot in the intro to tell us to tell people about timestamps. Oh well, we're I'm sure d- they know by now. Yeah, we're out the groove. Yeah, your mom knows. <laughs> Bone steals know. Those only ones. That's and any of the, like loyal fans, if they exist, you know, shit. <laughs> yeah, come on. Ah, uh, I'm taking a minute. Fucking, I guess my like goddamn Bluetooth got disconnected. Yeah, I don't hear anything. Yeah, hold it. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. All right. right. Sounds well, like you need to find the cure for this solution. Well, tell me about it. What's good? What we list? What did we listen to this week for review? We listened to the. I forgot what year this came out. Oh, uh, uh, I got you. I got you, bud. I'm on the way. 1982. What's good, the baby? 1982 classic. I guess is uh, it a classic? I don't know. The Cure's pornography. I still can't hear anything. Did you disconnect me? I haven't played anything. Oh, whoops. Oh, wait. Do you cannot hear yourself? Yeah, I can't hear myself. Can you hear the audio? No. What? What's going on? Oh, there we go. There it is. Okay, so man, this is a great comeback show. Um, Hell yeah. Yeah, this is called pornography. Uh, this is the first. Uh, why is it called pornography? Does it sound pornographic? No, not really. I don't think so. So this first song is called "A Hundred Years." Feels like it's been a hundred years since we did our last episode, right? Definitely. You don't got that groove going on. So this is a fun, catchy little number that'll get all the goth gals sashaying from side to side. You know, it kind of sashaying, sashaming. What? Sashaying. You know, like doing this. All right. Uh, It kind of stays in one place. You know, as they tack on layers one by one. But you know, I like those kind of songs if they're done all right. I think this is a six. I really like this. Alright, well for me personally listen to this song. I wrote down this kid this can be a good spooky goth club banger. I'll give it a high six out of ten. It's like you know what? I think this definitely can get some booty moving in the friggin' goth club. You oh. know what I'm saying? Alright. Next one. Sorry, what was the singer's name? Robert Smith? Robert Smith. I yeah, think, he just yeah. came in so strong. So so that was like damn. He's a highlight. He can be a highlight. So now the next song. A short-term effect. I think it's what it's called. Yeah. This one's cool. I like how it has this driving drum beat, but as the song goes on, it, it sounds like they're playing some like dissonant guitar and key stuff in the background. And you know the kind of thing where it sounds like it's it sounds vaguely off time, but it's actually not. I don't know how to describe it. But um and I actually and I have no idea what Robert's singing about either, but it's cool. Sick. I, I gave this one a six. Yeah, I with my insight, I thought this was a chill song. Six out of ten. Yeah, yeah. Not much just a super No, nah, just listen, it's cool. Yeah, yeah, it's just cool. Alright, next song. And when I get to it, shit. Alright. The Hanging Garden. Tell me what's good. So for this one, all I have is Sounds like a sad surf song. Six out of ten. Yeah, I can tell you. Yeah, not much else to say other than another chill song. Six out of ten. I don't know why this song made me think sad surf song, but it's just that drum beat and what the guitars are doing. I'm just like, I'm I'm literally imagining like, I don't know, like Oscar's girlfriend, Signe. Being on the beach? Hanging ten in a pipe, you know? Dude, beach goth? Just made you think of some beach costs all yeah, hanging out in black on the beach. Hell yeah. Getting some sunrays. Alright. It's cool though. Next song, Siamese Twins. We are Siamese. So when this song actually gets going, 
I wrote here, it kind of reminds me of one of those like 50s doo-wop mop malt shop ballads, but gothy. Gothy. Still a lot of staying in the same place for four to six minutes, but you know what? That's what the cure is. I mean, outside of their singles, you know? Like the cures are, are, are the cures are a the cure is a vibe. And I was vibing with it. So I gave it another, I gave it another six. So yeah, for me, I wrote down, yeah, the song flew by, and honestly, I couldn't tell you one thing about it. <laughs> Five out of ten. Ouch. I'm sorry. I was sitting there doing shit. I'm like, dude, I just missed this song right now. Fuck it. I'm not listening to it again. Five out of ten. All right, next one. The figurehead. The Fuck, figurehead. we were hammering through this review. Yeah. So I wrote here, I said, um, the bass tone in this song specifically is killer. And like there's and like there's, so there's a lot of reverb on all these tracks already, right? But I don't know what it is. This song specifically just felt extra roomy. I gave it, I gave it another six. I feel bad for all these sixes because like sometimes I feel like we give a song a six and it's something like, eh, this song's a six or yeah, I guess this song's a six. But like like when we review Talking Heads, right? It's like these aren't like settle sixes. These, to me, this is a these are good sixes. So it's a six. I just wrote down another mid-ass song. Five out of ten. Mid like mid-paced or mid in quality? Mid in quality. Oh. Well, either way, next one. It's just hammering through it. A Strange Day. Relatable. What's good? Another song about sad shit, I think. Um, really? <laughs> I couldn't tell. The, uh, the little atmospheric intro here at the start I thought was really cool. And I like the oh. riffs that... Uh, I, li- I like the riffs that are that are going on in this one. Um, almost had kind of a proto indie vibe in places too. Um, the this song feels like the guitar players have like six pedals going on, but they probably only have like two or three. So I don't know. Uh, I gave it. An- I'm not even doing this to be funny. Another six out of ten. Well, I wrote that this was honestly a little bit better, so I gave it a light six out of ten. Coming off from the past two songs. Yeah, just cool. That's oh fuck, not much else to say. Shit. Next song, Cold. Tell me, and what's I'm, good with Cold? And we're not talking about the Static X songs. Just calm down there, everyone. I think you need to calm down over here. No one was talking about Static X except you. This song feels cold. It creates a blue atmosphere when this record has a lot of pinks and purples. It's mellow, but it's really cool. That's all I can say. It's just cool. Uh, I gave it a uh, I gave it a six. Like this song feels extra moody. I mean, the record's moody anyway, but this song just feels extra moody. I don't know how else to describe it. I wrote that for this one. Yeah, this could be a little slow and plotting, but at the same time, it's got a good goth club vibe going. So I gave yeah. it a six out of ten. All right, you you can get jiggy with this song. <laughs> all right, you can't get them all like friggin' all like hyper ass songs. Yeah. Now next one, the last song, pornography. So this song, this song's interesting because this song's more about atmosphere and like vibe, and this intro goes on for a while, but it eventually leads into like you know plodding, driving drums. They're building up tension. Robert's vocal performance on this song specifically feels like a ghost, and I just kind of like how it progressively gets more noisier and more unhinged as it keeps going, and how it just ends kind of suddenly. It's uh, it's uh, I think I think it's an interesting little tune. Um, Eight for eight, six out of ten. Damn, I wrote down it's some filler atmosphere that honestly you could skip four out of ten. Oh, this song was fine. All right, once it gets going. Well, let me tell you what I know about this record. I told 
I told a good friend Oscar that yeah, I was yeah. going to listen to this record for the podcast. That they told me, yeah, n- that's not like too much of a favorable album with the Cure. It's like the first song's good, kind of a banger, but then the rest are just there. And I'm like, what, just mid? Yeah. Oh. Which. I well, think, I, tr- I trust his opinion on the cure. So, well, I can tell you this. Well, I can tell you through my listening that yeah, after the first song, everything else was kind of fucking mid. This was not as good as Peter Gabriel's. So, oh god, yeah, no. So I I'll was, listen to that again over this thing. I uh, see. This doesn't sound cool though. It's okay. Yes. But uh, so out of a score of eighty, everybody. Um, after tying up my score, I gave it a forty-eight. This gets my official rating of. Yeah, I'd throw it on again for some background music. It's all right. It's cool. It's all right. It's, so- it's solid in the sense of, like, is there a bad song on here? I don't think so. Is there a great song on here? Mm, unfortunately, I don't think I can say that. But, I mean, if you have a record and the worst thing you could say about it is, yeah, it's not great, but there's no bad songs, that's not the worst. It's not the worst. So... What do you want to do for Hotter or Not next time? Oh, the C.A.R.? Well, actually... I mean, C.A.R., dude. I don't even know my own shows. We've been at it for so long. Well, I was going to say, I could pull from the book, or I actually had an idea for a recommendation, and honestly, I think it's uh, in the book anyway. Oh, yeah? Breakfast in America, Super Tramp. Sure. <laughs> okay, I don't fucking cool. know. I'll just go with it. Okay. That's all that, I can say. That's a that's a, that's a classic album, but like me and my folks all really like it, and I think I'm sure you've heard a song or two off it, but I think you'd like it. And plus, you know, I kind of like the idea of uh, not reviewing a rock or metal album for a while. Well, I guess this is rock technically, The Cure, but and Super Tramp is too. But you know what I mean. I, I'm cool with going no metal for a while. Sure, I can agree with that one. All right, listeners, we're gonna take another break and get ready. For the main event. Till then, we'll be back. Okay. Bye. All right, listeners. So anyone that's just hopping in from the timestamps in the descriptions and not me forgetting to remind you of timestamps at the beginning of the episode. It's now time for the what? The main event. Main event. Main event. Main event. All right, Ed. Well, everyone knows they listen to the fucking intro, but. What did we watch this week? Episode 5 of Supergroup after it took way too goddamn long to get to Yeah, kind of fucking dumb. Now, what happened last time on Supergroup? Kind of don't fucking know. And how the DVDs formatted just kind of just starts. They were going to cover a Who song, and I just realized that that was never followed up on. Oh, well then. So (laughs) how... And I think last time the episode... Oh, and the episode ended on Horny. Yeah, like literally the episode ended with uh, Sebastian Bach's uh, wife uh, freaking showing her boobs. Obviously, they're hidden away, but she like took off a bra and then you just had Bass going. And then, yeah, that episode ended. Now, how did this episode start? This episode ended with 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 Sebastian Bach going because uh, his wife was still doing his her sexy photo shoot with, with Evan Seinfeld's wife. Yeah, Tara, Tara Strong. Tara Strong. Tara Which, Strong, of course, Tara my Strong. dad had to fucking walk in on. And it's the yeah. first thing that happened in the goddamn episode. I'm like sitting there. I was like howling. I was sitting there. I was like, oh, fuck. Right. That's what was happening last time. And then your dad's just sitting there watching like this photo shoot. And then Sebastian Bach going, oh, oh, God. Yeah, so hot. Oh, 
yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and then your dad was like staring intent, like very intently. I could be wrong, but I swear. I and I was I'd... laughing. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Literally, when we just throw this on, this is what your dad has to see. I could be wrong, but I swear I think I saw him when he was walking away. I saw him shaking his head. I don't know in what context, but I'd like to think it was disappointment in the human race. Yeah. So, and, and meanwhile, and disappointment meanwhile, and you and I fucking watching this shit. Meanwhile, while that's going on, Evan Seinfeld and all his talking heads, he looks like he's either posing for his Christian rock solo album or he's posing for Playgirl. Bro, all his fucking interviewing talking heads is just him shirtless laying in bed. Laying in bed, yeah. Most likely just noob. Let's just Peter, say it. Peter Steele Homie moment. just free balls it. Yeah, Peter Steele Boxers moment. are too hot to sleep in. <laughs> and he just sits there in his very sultry tone going like something something baz is why so hot yeah, yeah you so know, i'm here trying to yeah, and this, is the, this is the most ag- this, this is the most ag- yeah. and and evan has a moment where he's like the most aggro he's been in the whole show because valerie who you all might remember oh, we, yeah. is the pr like, lady yeah dude like there's so much build because valerie and then the other homie the pr team are cruising up to the fucking like house while also this fucking sexy nude photo shoots going on. Yeah, when Valerie Yeah, when Valerie gets in there, she looks disgusted but mostly disappointed. Yeah, just like Jesus Christ, really? There is a pornograph shoot going on and we're here to try to get a band ready to play a show and this is what they're doing? Ah, oh, so disgusting. And then she goes up, hey, Sebastian, uh, we need you to get ready to do some PR. He's like, no, my wife, so hot. He interrupted her so fast and... And, oh, dude, and, like, and, and like, like a, and like, just definitively that me and James actually had to rewind it back because it's like, wait, what was she even here? And it's like, yeah, because we were talking, right? But it's like, like hey, yeah, we had to rewind because she didn't even get to say what he needed to go like, for before he interrupted her. Like literally, she comes in, like, hey, Seb- hey, Sebastian, I need you for this. No, they no, can wait. They can wait. And then you had Evan going, shut up. I need silence. I'm taking pictures. He's like, I either need silence or you, or you all leave because it's, you know, because I don't need a, he said something like, I don't need the community, the commune in here or something. I don't need the community here while I'm sitting there he said take, some weird taking shit. pictures of a wife's or the, I, I think he said something like, I don't need the commune. Yo, I don't need the commune in here trying to tell me what to do while I'm taking a picture of my wife's tits. Yeah, he's like, he's, now listen, I get it. I respect adult entertainers. They, they, you know, it's a, cool, do your thing. It's cool. But Evan is getting, kind of glamorous job. E- e- Evan, Seinf- well. Evan Seinfeld is getting so mad that, keep in mind, he can't photograph his wife who he has photographed hundreds of times before already. Oh, they have made nudie films together. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, what the hell are you getting mad by? He's when like, he was he's even like this sk- is my art. This is my art. I'm like, you're not here for this. You're here to form a super group. You're not here to network your fucking triple X company. Oh, come on. You know why they're here. We've watched these shows enough. They always come on with yeah. the ulterior motive to promote they're, they're something. They're just there, yeah. You know what's funny? He, If you really think about it, he doesn't even promote Biohazard. He's just promoting his film company. Yeah, he's just promoting his. I haven't dick. heard. I haven't even heard him say the word biohazard outside of the first episode. Yeah, he doesn't care. I mean, I get it. He's not Billy Bio, but yeah, he's, he's an important Billy- part of that band. So it's just really funny. Sure. Well, he's not in the band anymore. I think, right? Well, he was. But, he was. Well, Biohazard's on a weird, so, weird sort of kind of hiatus. 
Scott, Scott Ian and Jason uh, Bonham at this point look absolutely dumb with them. Yep. Ted Nugent is actually the mellow one right now. Well, dude, Ted Nugent previously was like, dude, I don't like smut. I don't like this porno schmut. I'm Which good. I thought was a bit, but no, he genuinely does not like the adult entertainment world. Yeah, he doesn't just like fucking vulgar displays. Hit on every and- woman you see and don't respect them, and th- that's okay, but you, you draw the line at porn. Okay, Ted. Yeah, when you literally have these okay, ladies Okay, Ted. Yeah, a new, yeah, they're just having a little nude little photo shoot, and Ted's like, that's smut. That's ungodful. I'm not about it. Let's go shoot guns. <laughs> Let's be American. Come on. He says that word for word. Yeah. Um, uh, and I'm so oh, like, Doc shut Mc- the fuck up, Ted. You fucking <laughs> like, didn't you like marry a 14 year old? You fucking pedophile. Uh, he had her brought into the country and then what? he had her brought into the country. And then I think the way it goes is he, he married her in Hawaii. Cause some weird age of consent thing. I don't know. It's wild. Well, I guess he married a 14-year-old, you little fucking pervert. It was somewhere between 14 well, oh, and... But grown either women, way, it was but, less than 18. Yo, grown woman trying to fucking show off their boobs, that's just wrong. Either way, it was less than 18. <laughs> no, I remember now. It's even more fucked because not only did he do that, I think he did something like he made him... He, was, he brought her in and like negotiated with her parents or some shit to like be her legal guardian? Either way, it's not good. Yeah, um, no, this isn't. This is turning worse and worse. And, and Doc McGee looks like looks like he wishes he never met any of them. He's just like, God damn it, bro. Doc McGee only gets like four or five scenes in this episode, but every time he has a scene, he looks absolutely fed up. Yeah, he's like a voice read. He shows up and they're doing something really dumb, and then you go like, Man, what the fuck are they doing? He comes and's like, That is really dumb. And it's like, Yeah, you're right, Doc McGee. That is kind of fucking dumb. Get back to work, you fucking nerds. Valerie buries Sebastian's hair because because he's like, all right, I'll take a shower and then I'll go down for PR. And she says in the talking head something like, you know, the, his hair looks the same whether he whether he just wakes up or showers. So what's the point? And Sebastian's like, I take the shower, I do my hair, I put on my makeup. I've been doing this for like X amount of time. It's like, this is my thing. <laughs> yeah, and they're all outside. And then Val- Valerie goes like, okay. I need action. Ted, can you get Sebastian for us? Fucking please. And Ted Nugent proceeds to get Sebastian out there by appealing to his ego with some gaslighting. Damn. It's almost like he, he's been he, at- he has a line where he tells him something like he's like he's like he's like badge. He's like he's like he's like you look good naked. No, he said you look better unshowered than some people do when they try. He said something like that. Yeah, something like that. Now come on, get out here. You look awesome. And he's like, Ted Nugent actually said I look sick. Okay, I'm gonna pop on out. I'm just like, God, really? <laughs> Fucking what? The show loves Ted Nugent. These fuckers love Ted Nugent. These fuckers love Ted Nugent, yes. Well, actually, Jason doesn't really. He's just kind of like, yeah, it's Ted. Well, obviously, Jason fucking Bottom actually plays Led Zeppelin. I was going to say, I was going to say, Jason Bottom actually, like, deals with quality musicians. Yeah, Jason Bottom actually plays with an A-tier fucking rock band and plays arenas. Ted Nugent plays fucking mid-state fairs, all right? (laughs) Plays county fairs. There's a difference here. That's great. Uh... So uh, Ted Nugent, so he does it. Where am I? Oh, yeah. Um, they take cringy, cool guy, tough guy photos. Oh, yeah. Just I wrote here. About, they're just taking rock band. I wrote here, Demented Shrimp Sebastian. Demented Shrimp Sebastian. What the fuck you Remember, mean? They were they were eating lunch, and then they did they put this weird video effect on Bastion. Oh, my God. That's on right. On Sebastian, where his face was all scrunched yeah, up. Yeah, just all scrunched. What was it even about? 
I don't know. They I were was just, just let me laughing, really... and they're just like Sebastian. You just, you know, they were just you know. talking about whatever, and the, the they were talking about something. But I think what was important was because uh, it was either Jason or someone was just basically complaining. They okay, they didn't say this, but they were basically like, "Man, Sebastian's such a tool," and they they use these post effects to accentuate that or something. He, he kind of be a fucking tool. Doc McGee says they need to start sounding better in practice. And suspended. I think Ted gets offended too. Yeah, it's like you guys need to hunker down and actually practice a little bit more better. Maybe more structured too. And it's like, huh? We're rock stars. We've been doing it forever. You can't tell us how to do our craft. We're sick at it, okay? Mm. Yeah, and you said it best. Anytime there's the littlest, tiniest bit of criticism, they all get butthurt. It's like, hey, can you actually try to do a job of some sort with your talent? And he's like, and then jason's like you know brings up to sebastian because if you guys remember i think last episode uh that's where sebastian was like i need direct eye contact with my drummer yeah and then he just said bob was like dude i'm not doing that most of the time the band just kind of follows me or so yeah he's like the singers don't conduct the bands and so i have a quote here sebastian says if i can look you in the eye we can have a fucking thing happening. I could sense when I can bring that big thing. Like, what are you talking about? What are you going on about? Uh, so, Scott Ian sa- Oh, yeah, that right here. Scott Ian has this random line where he says he punches women. You remember that? Yeah, and I'm like, that's a dumb joke. I don't, I don't even Scott, remember. I don't remember the Scott context. Scott Ian, I like anthrax, but that was fucking stupid. <laughs> I Shut your bald asshole. <laughs> Um, more stranglehold during practice. Yeah. Ted tells them they're going to go. Oh, yeah, shoot. right. Stranglehold the song. I thought you meant they were strangling each other. Oh. Right now. I was like, what? No, that was later. Oh, yeah. Just stranglehold. Like, bam, 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 Say that you left me. I don't know the song. Well, I do, but I forget. Cat scratch fever. And Ted tells everyone they're going to go celebrate American freedom by shooting machine guns. Like, that's almost word for word what he said. Bro, I, I get it. Ted likes to shoot and hunt guns, but like I'm just sitting there. It's like, damn, bro, what are you trying to impose? Like, are you jealous that people came in with their hot wives? And you're doing a sexy photo shoot. I, I can tell you right now, I personally would prefer sexy photo shoot time over fucking dealing with a nerd going like, yeah, fire those guns. I'm just like. Oh, except Jason. Jason Bond's not going. He's actually going to be responsible and stay home and practice. He says, I'm wow. going to stay back and do my homework, but he's going to be he's, he's going to practice. Damn. Sebastian's staying home, too. I'm like, oh, is he going to? No, he's going for a run. I have yeah. never, and I told you this. I have never yeah, seen. Yeah, I don't a, think they want to shoot guns. I think they want to practice or look at titties. All right, I'm just saying. And I told you this. That sounds more baller. All right, I don't well, need. I don't need aggro fucking hunter man telling me I need to shoot a fucking high caliber weapon. I rather just hang with ladies and practice the drums to make sure I could do an okay performance. Yeah, and like I told you this, I'm like I have never seen someone be so insecure over being a little chubby. I mean, Sebastian Bach is kind of 
fat now. Oh. But back then, he's like pudgy at most. And but here's the here's the thing. I've seen him shirtless in this show. When he wears that uh, that unnecessarily big tank top, those loose shorts, he looks fatter in those than he does naked. Than he does almost naked. Yep. I don't know why. He just does. Just does. Oh, and Scotty and Sims for for, for Ted Nugent. Yeah, he's well, like, shooting I guns. can't believe I'm going shooting with Ted Nugent. I'm like, it is episode five. I am over it. I am over. I can't believe I'm doing this. I can't, I can't believe, believe I'm I can't believe I took a I shit can't. in the same house with Ted Nugent. Uh, I don't care, Scott. Damn, Scott, can you like just go and play Moshris or something? Re- reunite with SOD again, you asshole. I, I don't think they can be pull- I don't think they can actually play in this. Actually, po- no, I don't think SOD would work would, would work these days. <laughs> Like I would go to the show definitely. I go to the show, but when we were covering, but when we're, like side story, when we were trying to cover those songs, and I'm reading the lyrics, yeah. I'm like, ooh, I don't know, I should be saying this now. Granted, the whole point was they were supposed to be like you know like that because that was like the sense of humor they were going for. It was like shock value offensive on purpose. But you mind, this is like four years, four or five years ago or whatever. We were like, mm, I don't know about that, especially in today's world. Yeah. I think you can only get away with like three of their songs. It's like, oh, that's sorry. We're just being shocking and hilarious. Ha ha ha. And you're like, cool. I'm not working with you. You're not playing here. Get the <laughs> fuck out of here. Um. Oh, yeah. So he uh, then Ted calls guns instruments of joy or something. And they shoot a bunch of bottles and pictures of Bin Laden, I thought. Yep. Yeah. He calls working with machine guns the ballistic ballet. Here's the thing. I do think gun- shooting guns is cool. Yeah. But but let's be real. Not this kind of cool. You like ten news? Not to the point of fetishizing it. Maybe maybe it's just Scotty Ian, but Scotty Ian's making shooting guns look lame right now. <laughs> like he's making it look like the opposite thing I want to do. Yeah, yeah. See, that's always my thing. Not, that's always been my thing. Not to get political, but like. I don't mind that people like guns. It's when people like Ted Nugent are like, this is the representation of the freedom of the American spirit. I'm like, it's a gun. Chill. Pew, pew. <laughs> then we cut back to the house. They, oh, my God. This fucking scene. So we I don't think we've mentioned it outright. Um, they play a bunch of music during the show. But unlike um, Rock of Love, where it was stock music or that they did in house or a random poison song, like almost all the music in this show is some kind of licensed song. That's important because they start playing Def Leppard's Love Bite as 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 fun as Mr. Funny Guy Ted Nugent comes over uh-huh. to ha- comes over to uh, harass the kitchen lady D- Danushka again. Oh my God! It's like Danushka's literally sitting there. Is like I am in hell. Can you fuck off or can you chill out? Yeah. And literally, this fucking nerd is just fucking punishing her and freaking trying to like tease her. I'm just like, damn, bro. Can you like fuck off? She has a quote. Danushka, here, stab him in his fucking dick or something. This uh, this is a quote from her that I really like. She says, he tries too hard to be Ted, and she says something like, good for you, you're a raging redneck. Good for you, you're <laughs> a raging redneck, and you try too hard to be Ted. Yeah. Now, fuck off. And I'm just like, thank you, God. This is- I felt so bad for Danushka. Dude, me too. I felt bad for her from episode one, but you got to remember, this is episode five, but this is day eight and there's probably a lot of shit we ain't seeing that didn't make the cut so i'm just like she having her having to deal with this for for however long she's there for the eight days i'm just like god that sucks <sighs> and then it gets worse <sighs> and then it gets worse because ted's wife shows up it gets worse he talks about how his wife is god's greatest creation and she has a quote where she says the quote is 
Yeah, for the first seven, eight, ten years of our 17-year marriage, I was pissed off. But you know, Ted's made mistakes, and he's learned from his mistakes. Damn, you were... Learned from his mistakes. Sure. Keep in mind, he has done nothing but harass Danushka since the show started. And then his wife comes up and like tries to say hello to Danushka, but Danushka does not want anything related to Ted Nugent or anyone in his area. And she goes like, man, she was just getting rude. I can lie. She doesn't seem very nice. I'm like, you motherfuckers. She doesn't seem very nice. Um... You literally describe on how pissed off and angry you were dealing with Ted for the first like seven ten or eight years. Seven to ten years yeah. of a 17 year marriage. You would think you would be like sympathetic, empathetic with Danushka. Maybe she just doesn't know. Maybe she. Well, hey, Ted's a great gaslighter. He got Sebastian Bach to not shower and get his fucking ass out for a photo shoot. Fuck, you're right. <laughs> maybe Ted Nugent, you know, not to be black and white maybe ted nugent just isn't that great of a guy and maybe ted nugent's such good at gaslighting. is that a hot take yeah maybe ted nugent's so good at gaslighting he like gaslighted a whole generation of bald nerds like scotty and to think he's a good guitar player actually i have a actually i forgot i wrote here in my notes uh fuck these people oh yeah <laughs> all right moving on then they're at practice ted's wife is ted's wife is literally she has a name but i wrote it here at eh, ted's wife whatever but ted's wife is wearing a shirt that literally says ted's wife and the second she walks in there they cut to evan who says ted your wife is hot okay i'm playing then, up the accent yeah but, but then you have tar just like going like god again yeah <laughs> uh. the show is so stupid um and so she's offended by she's she's offended by the fact that um first it started with her being offended at sebastian bach and his like blunt way of talking but then she just got annoyed with how much everyone swears because there's just a montage and keep in mind this is a recorded version so it's all still censored like literally just poo poo and, and with beep, the beep, 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 yeah well you beep. can beep 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 and so she just like, gets beep. up and leaves yeah i would say that rebels uh beep beep it's just like i'll beep and a beep and she's just like oh, why is there so much cursing come on i get it it's this rock and roll lifestyle i guess but because you're a fucking rock and roll you uh, fucking swear because that's cool uh, why are you cursing so much and here's my thing i, I and here's my thing i thought about curse? do you really need a curse come and when on, i got stop. to the scene i got to the scene and i thought to myself i thought to about this later when we were driving over here i was like hold on Time out. You're telling me this lady is married to Ted Nugent for at this point 17 years. The first 10 years she was mad a lot, right? And she doesn't like swearing. I'm like, does this lady not know who Ted Nugent is? <laughs> nah. It's nah. wild. So then probably the one of the most painfully awkward things we've ever watched for this show her sebastian and uh tara are sitting at the table yeah, sebastian's wife sebastian's wife sorry yeah you said sebastian I'm like wait no oh you meant the dude wife. i forgot they look just like each other yeah um they're at they're at dude, the dairy oh no one has titties well well sebastian. Whoa, you want to play with sebastian's titties where how did you get that from that <laughs> Well, I'm just saying that's how you're going to tell the difference. Anyway, they're at the table and they're trying to talk and and just like this. The, the scene had to have only lasted 30 seconds, but it, it was so brutal. Dude, it was so brutally awkward. Like Ted's wife is trying to start conversation with Tara, but Tara is just like, so you girls like me and Tara's like, I don't like eating meat. And, and it's just and then it's like this. Everybody, it goes like this. And it's like. Then Ted's wife goes, I like sushi. Yeah, I like sushi. Oh, yeah, I like sushi. Yeah, and I wrote here. I think Tara 
thought that bear meat was called ham. I don't know. I just wrote here this was painful. Also, yeah, I forgot to brutal. mention. Also, I forgot to mention. Uh, Scotty had a had a crummy joke where his wife got after mad at all the swearing. Well, oh, a, a different one. After all the swearing, Scott says something like, "The word fuck isn't offensive because it describes something that I like to do." I'm like, you're so cool, Scott. Well, Scott Ian, I can tell you this. <laughs> Thank God Anthrax is a mildly successful band because if you were to be a stand-up comedian, you might fail. So don't quit your day job, buddy. So a graphic artist uh, comes into the practice space. And- oh, my God. That's <laughs> right. This like in graphic artist, drawer, artist. Yeah, he presents to them a picture that he drew of all the band members and stuff and he shows it to him and they all mostly like it but Sebastian is just like is marking the fuck out he's like oh my god this is awesome it, oh my god so awesome I look like so it. sick I wish I had abs like that I wish I had like that oh my god I have pecs dude look at my pecs they don't look nothing like that for look rec- at my jiggly pecs for the <laughs> jiggly pecs for the record uh, in the painting it looks like he's wearing a, he looks like he's wearing a latex cat suit like I'm talking like DC's Catwoman type of cat suit. Yep. It looks like he's wearing. And then I don't know. This is funny. Scott Ian uh, was complaining because he said my head looks like a mashed potato. Well, and well, me drew my nose a little too big. I'm like, well, you look like you have a mashed potato dome. So deal with it, <clears throat> Scott Ian. Jason wants them all to autograph it and then sell it to charity to auction it off for charity. And Sebastian's like, no, I want it in my living room. I want it in my living room. I want it to sit there and look sick and go like, oh my god, I got pecs. Hell yeah. <laughs> I totally look sick and I punish this wife. I look like that, right? Hell yeah. And then we get to oh. the... And then we get to the central, like a half hour in, I think we get to the central conflict of the episode. Sebastian Bach starts drinking. And everyone's just going, God damn it, Sebastian's drinking again. There's, <sighs> there's some, uh, there's some, there's some, you know, he's being annoying, whatever. Uh, there was a funny bit where he, it looked like he was faded in this talking head. Where oh, he's he just, was fucking faded, okay, period. Yeah, where he was just like, we wrote a ballad tonight. Just it, just like that. It's just like we wrote a ballad and I pauses and then it cuts to Jason and Evan acapelling some bullshit. Dude, there was literally like a edit scene where they just had freaking Sebastian just standing there pouring wine and they had green screen backgrounds of fireworks. Yeah, it looked like some eagles and whatever. It looked like an eighties it looked like an eighties ballad video. Yeah, of just like Sebastian drinking liquor. I love car. I love red wine carbonate. It's my favorite. Evan. Evan says this ballad they wrote. Honestly, I could see this being on the charts. I could see you on the charts next year. It's like okay, calm down there, buddy. I hear this ballad. It sounds like some dated shit. Which is funny because that's kind of what Doc McGee and the producer guys said they sounded like, and they got all mad. Uh, I know. So so Sebastian's faded and shit. He starts hugging on Evan. And he's like, Evan, come on, buddy. Yo, I want to. He like hugs up, grabs him by the neck. He's like, hey, I want to tell you something. Yeah. I don't know what I'm going to tell you, but I just want to tell you something. Right? You're my best buddy. You're, you're, you're a good friend. And so the whole reason we wanted to watch this episode was because this is where the quote unquote fight happens. But here's the thing. It starts out with them like play wrestling, but Evan is sober, or at least mostly sober, but and oh, Baz no, is drunk. Evan's kind of like pseudo faded too. Okay. But still it's not off- like Sebastian. Sebastian's just like gone. No, nah, he's just drunk. <laughs> yeah. 
And like it started off as play fine. Like you can see Evan kind of smiling and laughing. But, but then, then like any time two people fake wrestle, then it starts to get serious. Bastion's still having fun, but Evan starts getting pissed. Yeah, he's like, dude, okay, can you just get off me? I'm done. And then like Sebastian won't stop. And he's like, dude, stop. Yeah. Get off me. Apparently stop. Sebastian, when Sebastian took him Sebastian, down. Sebastian, why are you doing that? Well, apparently when Sebastian oh, took Evan down, he like bang the back of his yeah, head yeah, yeah, on yeah. something like so evan accidentally when like freaking ro- like rolling around he accidentally smacked his head on the st- on the corner of a step yeah that was it and he's like dude you bro dude you cracked my head open what the fuck and then like evan comes up and you just have some bad, like i'm just playing dude come on it's totally fine and then you see fucking evan like go and fucking slap the shit or try to slap the shit out of sebastian yeah it looked like he tried to sock him yeah and did then, he miss maybe <laughs> I just thought about that right now because I'm replaying it in my head. I'm like, I almost feel like he missed. Yeah. He kind of <laughs> just like skimmed the top of the head. Yeah. I just know you just had Scotty and looking at Jay, like freaking Jason Bonham and just was, yeah. So in like 10, like 10 seconds, this is just going to get serious. So, and then it got pseudo serious and Evan's like, dude, what the fuck? I told you to stop and you cracked my head on the step. I'm mad at you. You know, I can understand fuck being off. I can- I'm going to go to bed. <laughs> Yeah, and Bob's like, what are you talking about? And then you just have Scotty going like, dude, homie needs to chill, and you, Sebastian, you need to chill. You know, I can understand Evan's point, but I wrote here, it is kind of funny that Evan, you know, the back, the back, he's tough guy, you back, he, uh, he's tattooed he, off, he, tough guy. Because here's the thing, he wasn't just slaying porno poon. Because <laughs> here's the thing, he wasn't just like mad or annoyed. Like, like I'm not saying he had hurt feelings, but he just, it was not pure anger. He was just kind of like. Fuck off me. It wasn't like, get the fuck off me, man. It was like, get, get the, the fuck off me, man. Yo, get the fuck off me, man. All right. Ow, you hurt my head. I'm not, I'm not in a chill mood. All right. I'm, I'm going to bed. Yeah. Tar, let's go to bed. Then Sebastian, um, it looks like Sebastian's going to go try to talk to him, but it cuts to the next morning and I guess they never, he never tried to talk to yeah, him. Yeah. So well, like, okay. I think homie was still steaming last night. Yeah. And then you just had Evan in his talking head and by talking head, just him like naked in bed. Just going like, yeah, I'm sitting here. I'm going to wait for Sebastian to come and talk to me and apologize to me because if I just go and try to talk to him, I'm just going to get mad and we're just going to end up where we were in the first place. So, no, I'm going to wait for Sebastian to come and apologize to me. Because if I have to go to him, I'm going to end up lecturing him. I'm just going to end up lecturing him. And that's that's not going to improve the help the situation. Sad Sebastian is, you know, he's walking around. He's got like coffee or whatever. He's like, ah. He's like, am I still? I woke up and I'm like, am I still in democracy? <laughs> Damn. Are you? <laughs> Do you want to be? Um. Uh. Oh, my God. This is maybe the best part of the. Not, this is maybe the best part of the show. So Sebastian goes to talk to Evan. This was a pseudo highlight. Maybe almost worth. He kind of like taps on the door frame. He's like, he's like, hey, dude. Hey, dude. And and Evan tries to say something and you hear Sebastian go, I'm sorry, man. Yeah. You literally just hear up, just come up and just go. Wait, hold it. Let's see if I can do it. Hey, dude. I'm really sorry, man. James was in my my recliner in my living room. He like I was in your rocking chair. In my rocking chair, sorry. He like leaned forward when that happened and like jettisoned like this because he was like, Is he crying? Is he crying? <laughs> and like, I thought who that was, was actually crying here. And I thought that was is so funny. Is it Evan? I thought that was so funny. Because he didn't like get up out of the chair, but he was just like, he was leaning back, and all of a sudden, 
Is he crying? Is he crying? Pause. I, was, I laughed so I hard. I just wrote down pause, pause, <laughs> yeah. pause on God. Wait, is he crying? Pause. And here's the rewind thing. Rewind that back. Yeah, and we did rewind it. We could confirm that it was Sebastian. Yeah, he literally uh, comes crying. up knocking going, hey, dude, I'm really sorry, man. Uh, I, I was, it was so funny. And I'll be honest, there was a little part of me being like, yo, if it's Evan that's crying, that'd be the funniest thing. I know, but unfortunately, it was Sebastian Bach. So they hug and make up, and Evan says, all right, I'm going to get heavy. I'm like, oh, shit. He's like, I'm but, but, get then, heavy, but then man. all Evan says is, you always do this to me. When you drink, you get in my face. So I'm like, well, that's not too bad. But then Sebastian, but so then Sebastian, all he says is, yeah, my dad used to do that to me. Give me noogies and stuff. Yeah, you used to be noogie. And it's like, then he goes in a whole story of how his dad passed away, and I'm just like. At 56, I think. I'm 57. Or 50, yeah, it was 57. And then we see, a, we see a picture of Sebastian. Sebastian's dad I'm like damn if there's ever like goals to look like a dad that guy was goals yeah I misheard you I thought you said he was dad goals because I'm like what you want to be Sebastian box dad no I'm saying goals on looking as dad looking, as him yeah he looks pretty dad but I'm okay. like, like say if like there's a point in him if you're in a male's life you're not gonna look like some fucking little you're not gonna look like a boy anymore you're not gonna look like a gentleman you're gonna look like a dad so you might as well embrace dad drip while you he can. had like those old style like grandpa glasses too. Yeah, he did the grandpa glasses, the cul-de-sac fucking like skullet going. The, the like, beard. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was just going to say I the, bet he's wearing New Balances. The, the three button up shirt. Hell yeah. He was fishing, I think, in one Goals. picture. <laughs> that man was goals. Okay, we're putting over Sebastian's dad. Maybe we could put him in the Hall of Awesome. But my point is, is that okay, in okay. like 15 seconds, it went from, hey, dude, I'm sorry, man. I miss my dad. I'm like, how did we get here? I'm like, damn, dude, is this like a betterhelp.com like freaking <laughs> ad we're getting on? Here's my thing. This is a serious subject matter. I completely understand and feel for Sebastian. But listeners, you have no fucking clue how abrupt and whiplash inducing this was. And actually, unless it unless this episode's on a torrent site, you may actually never will. Hit us up. Maybe I'll sell it to one of you. But like yeah. but but like this is serious stuff. He's really talking like tell my dad showed love. I miss him. And Evan's like being empathetic and listening to him. But me and James are just cracking up because it's like, how the hell did we get here? Yeah. How did we end up here? <laughs> There's a lot happening right now, and I couldn't tell you one goddamn thing. And we see shirtless. Oh shit! Mm-hmm. Oh shit! We forgot to mention. So, because I wrote here, we see shirtless Sebastian getting ready for their gig. We forgot to mention they have a show on day nine. Oh yeah, they're gonna go on the f- Vegas Strip. No, they're going to Fremont Street. Fremont. Yeah, okay. they're gonna go play on a fucking truck bed and on Fremont Street in front of whoever the fuck wants to walk up and watch their. Jason shit. Bonham and James were both kind of hoping it was gonna be like Spinal Tap, where no one was there. Yes, I'm like that would have been hilarious. Um, I'm like, damn, dude, Jason Bottom is just like so realistic. I'm like, dang, is this what like drummer brains like? <laughs> Yo, us drummers know. We see them. We see them in practice. And I couldn't tell what happened. Either Ted couldn't count or he has a way with or he has an issue with the way Jason counts. I don't know. I just know that they were having miscommunications on basic shit, like on endings and some other things. And it occurred to me that they don't know what the hell they're doing. So maybe they should have practiced more instead of, you know, Evan wanting them to go out to dinner or do porno fo- photo shoots or what and, Wait, we're and go about, shoot guns. Yeah, we're talking about the show, right? I, t- I totally space for a second. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. Talk- I'm talking about how in practice uh ted was having an issue uh counting 
and he thought oh, and yeah. he was taking issue it. with Jason's counting or whatever. Yeah, and it's like I've been counting it like how I've been doing it. So I don't know what's different or how you're like fucking up now. Yeah. And it's just and and that's why I'm like maybe they should have practiced more instead of wasting time with porno photo shoots and going out to dinners and shooting guns. Nah. Maybe. Nah, that's not <laughs> rock and roll. Come on, we need Sebastian crying, okay? Sebastian <laughs> I was about to say rock and roll is dumb, but okay. So also, so, and also somehow when they get there, they have an audience. I don't know how I cannot conceive how they convinced all these people to go. I don't know if they were like, Hey, free comp tickets or like, Hey, or Hey, we'll get you free beers. Yeah. How are you going to get paid for fucking like, how are you going to pay for a show for literally walking by it? Oh yeah, actually. Yeah, you're right. And to be honest, I mean, I guess I could see how some of these guys would be a draw, but they don't tell us how they advertise it. So I'm like, did people just see the billboards and be like, oh, shit, that's fucking Ted Nugent, dude. Ted Nugent. Oh, my God. That's oh, my Sebastian God. That's Scott Ian, dude. Yo, that's Evan Seinfeld, bro. <laughs> oh, dude, I love Biohazard. <laughs> I love bio- Yeah, they're literally, but they're playing in front of, like, a good amount of people. They play, like, one song. They play, like, Cat Scratch Fever. Yeah, it's the fucking Sebastian Bach, like, being, like, a hella energetic frontman. He climbs on the amp, and I thought he was going to dive off it like yeah. Billy Milano. He's, like, swinging the microphone around, and fucking, like, you would just have Ted Nugent go, like, oh, my God, I don't want to get fucking clipped by this microphone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Evan going is, like, that microphone's dangerous, so I'm going to be mad if it cracks me. Cracks I want him to head. have fun, but at what price? At what price? <laughs> it's like... James, I don't think I want to be in a band with Sebastian Bach. No. He's a very energetic frontman. By the way, so, yeah, he is. I'm like, just saying, he like, was headbanging. Like, I'm just saying, like, dude, he'll fucking break his neck for you. Yeah, yeah. For your that band. Is the, I will say, Sebastian Bach does put on a show, and he loves performing. Yeah. He loves the stage, loves the spotlight, <laughs> loves you watching him, but he will perform for you. Yeah. So then, so they get, and by the way, I just want to say, if you, any of you know Sebastian Bach or have heard anyone impersonate him like us, him singing Cat Scratch Fever sounds exactly how you think that would sound. And not going to lie, it's kind of fun. So then they get off and Sebastian's like, yeah, dude, we killed it. Well, this is awesome. That felt great. Meanwhile, Doc McGee, the music manager, is like, yeah, they were missing some background vocals and some parts were off and the endings weren't tight. And I wrote, and James said, they look like they had fun. They look like they had fun. Okay, Doc. Okay. Them fucking up. Okay, come on. I think you're just nitpicking at that point. Well, yeah, and then I made a comment to you. I'm like, oh, wow, I guess I guess these music producer dudes actually do listen to the music of the people they manage. And I'm like, well, I think they listen to the music more than these fucking people that make the music. Yeah, I think, I'm pretty sure at that point, the only people that listen to it more are like producers and mixers. So they're going out for sushi with porn stars. Yeah, there's just sitting there like that. There's no joke there. It's just, that's a funny sentence. No, they're just out getting sushi, and then we're sitting there going like, "Yeah, Tor invited two of her girls." I only remember Nikki Benz. Yeah, and I'm like, "Holy shit, Nikki Benz! What the fuck? Isn't this like 2006? I think it might have been like four. Bro, Nikki Benz is still at it. Oh, seriously? Yeah. Damn. I don't know if she is still at it. Maybe slow down, but she's definitely still at it like five years ago. Wow. Okay. Good for her. Yeah. Come on. I was like, said, it's like, damn, really? Nikki Benz? Shit. And Ted Nugent says, yeah, you know, I got a, I got a good look at something or other. And he's like, you know, that one gal, that Nikki, she could have been a carpenter or a plumber because she had the ash crack for it, which I'm kind of like, okay. I I'm was not like laughing lie. when it said it. I'm just like, lol. But I realized, wait, wait, why are you hating on booty, Ted? Shut up. 
You gonna hate on Nikki Ben? You gonna hate on Ben's booty? Yeah. Fucking nerd. Sebastian is drinking even after uh, Evan told him not to. He glares at him with total diva eyes, like he's just like staring dagger soon. And the episode ends, just like. That. Fuck! Did it end right there? No, it ended. It, it literally. It's like we see Sebastian they're, they're drinking. literally having dinner. Sebastian's we, drinking more red wine. We see him drinking. We cut to Evan looking at him. Cut back to Sebastian. Cut to Evan who glares at him and then looks away. Credits roll. And I was like, like, what the fuck? I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> that was the episode. Whoa, whoa. This show has to have the worst pacing of all time. Yes. Or up there. F- fucking sucks. So, yeah, that's the that's the show, everybody. That's the show, everyone. Well, we'll be we'll back. Be, we'll be back. You know, we'll be back tomorrow. No, I'm kidding. I'm no. kidding. We'll be back. We'll hopefully be back next week. Next week. We'll try next week. We'll, we'll see try what's next good. week. Yeah. We'll discuss it. We, we have to go to YouTube, so it'll be easier. Yeah, we, we can get back to normal. Unless you just want me to come by your house and watch it on DVD. <laughs> it sounds like you want to come by my house and watch it on DVD. Well, it's a, it's a more enjoyable experience. Well, here's the thing. If I'm picking you up, I might as well. That's true. Well, hopefully things are situated by then, but we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. We will see. Till then, we'll try to come back with an episode and not as long as wait as time. Yeah. Maybe you'll have another hot or not. All right. And an that, actual like, one. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, freaking, ain't that the kicker? But we got sometimes, like, damn, we got to, like, take a minute to figure out what the fuck we're going to, how we're going to watch this. End up taking it through, like, a good, like, month long break. And Jake's like, oh, I've been having hot or nots ready to go. I've been, I've been stacking yeah. up hot or nots. Just, how's it feel? We fucking cucked fucking Mr. Hot or Not and like delivering a Hot or Not. Not gonna lie, that's funny. Good shit. All right, <laughs> listeners. I guess we'll end it. This was the Triple D Radio Show with your hosts, James and Edward. I hope y'all have a good one. Adios. Bye. Bye.